Welcome to your favorite podcast, Cosmic Queen. Get ready to discover soulful selling and marketing strategies. Learn how to stop overthinking everything by reprogramming your subconscious mind. And finally, level up your business, your income, and your success. Yes, girl, it is all happening right now. So grab your earbuds, light up your manifestation candle. It is time to hack the quantum field, create success that defies logic, and let out your inner alpha. Let's go ahead and get started. Welcome to episode one of this podcast. I'm so excited because I'm going to start off with one of my favorite topics. One of the things that is the most important to me, and if you know me, you know that I live for my joy and I live for my fun, so we're going to be talking about happiness today. Today I'm going to be sharing with you why your definition of happiness is actually making you unhappy, the one key that you need that you may be missing that you're going to need in order to unlock your happiness, and finally you're going to learn why happiness might be eluding you and how you can change that. Because when we operate from the frequency of joy, what we unlock is so magical. The most incredible opportunities we can manifest so much faster when we talk about quantum leaping, joy, and that frequency of happiness is really the key. Plus, it just makes your life so much better to know that you can achieve things without feeling like you need them. It helps you detach and things come so much faster to you when you are in that detached and playful state. So today I'm going to be teaching you how you can activate that for yourself, not just in your business, but also in your life. So happiness, to me, it's one of the most heavy and loaded things that we can talk about in today's world, which is actually kind of funny because it should be the simplest, but it's actually not. And there are so many people seeking happiness who just can't seem to understand how to unlock it. So first of all, let's define happiness. What does happiness look like? What does it mean? And the truth is that your definition is going to look totally different from mine. And that doesn't matter. Neither one of us are right or wrong. Happiness can be whatever it means to you. And for me, what happiness looks like and feels like is the fullest expression of my soul. I had a friend once who told me, Unhappiness is when who you are feels like it's really, really distant from what your soul desires and what your soul is here to do. And that feels true to me. Every time that I felt unhappy in my life, it feels like I'm battling against who I am, what I'm here to do, what it is that I want or desire. It feels like I'm trying to become someone that I'm not. And that leads me to feel really unfulfilled, really unhappy, feel a little bit miserable. And anytime that I'm pushing, and not living in flow, not allowing myself to be more of who I am when it feels like I'm pushing and trying to force something. Those are the times in my own life that I feel the most unhappy. So at the end of the day, for me, happiness, success, joy, all of this, it really comes down to how many hours a day I'm spending feeling the way that I want to feel. And I had a mentor who presented that definition of happiness to me, and that feels so true. I know how I want to feel, and I know what I want to experience. And when I can spend most of my day feeling that way or experiencing that, that to me feels like the truest and greatest joy. 
Now, that doesn't mean that it's all high vibe all the time. Happiness does not need to feel like extreme highs, right? I think that that's another kind of conditioning that we have around happiness. Sometimes happiness can feel really intense and it can feel like a big high. Sometimes it just feels like a really quiet contentment. And the truth is that neither one is wrong, neither one is right. It can feel however you want it to feel. And sometimes happiness doesn't even feel good. Sometimes happiness can feel uncomfortable. It can feel like growth. It can feel like change. It can feel all kinds of different ways. So I think that one of the other big things to realize is that happiness, joy, it doesn't always feel good, but it's always leading you to where it is that you want to go. For me and for some other people that I talk to, one of the big fears around happiness and prioritizing happiness or chasing happiness is this fear that it's never going to feel, that we're always going to be seeking, that we're going to miss out on so much gratitude that we could have already experienced because we're looking for more. So it's hard. It's like that push and pull. When are we supposed to be grateful? When is it okay to chase for more? When should we just accept the things that we have? And when should we push ourselves to change and go bigger and be better? And the truth is that there's no right answer for that. Only you can tell yourself when it is that you need one and when it is that you need the other. And it requires having real radical honesty with yourself about when enough is enough and when enough is not enough and you want to change. And it's about giving yourself permission to go after the things that you want and to give yourself permission not to as well. So that's one of the hardest things to learn, I think, in life and especially as an entrepreneur, right? When is enough enough? When am I chasing for the sake of achievement? When am I chasing because I think I should have so much more? And so what's involved in that is really a radical deconditioning that needs to happen. We need to stop doing things because we think that we're supposed to or we should because other people have told us that we should want these things. And we really need to get honest with ourselves and think, okay, well, what is it that I want? What is it that gives me joy? And be honest about the way that we're feeling and why. Because sometimes when we feel that discontentment, it has less to do with us not having enough or not being happy. And it has more to do with the fact that we haven't given ourselves permission to feel happy with what we have. So it really depends. And I actually think that what's wrong with happiness is the same thing that's wrong with gratitude. And it's that we have the definition all wrong. So when it comes to happiness, a lot of people are operating under this equation that we were taught. When I have XYZ, then I will feel happy. When I do this thing, then I'll feel happy. When I have this thing, then I'll feel happy. When I get married, I'll feel happy. When I have a kid, I'll feel happy. When we buy a house, I'll feel happy. When I start my business, I'll feel happy. When my business reaches this milestone, I'll feel happy. And the truth is that we never get there because we're placing our happiness in this external thing. We're waiting to have the thing and thinking that that's going to make us feel happy when the truth is that the opposite is true. And flipping that equation is so powerful and saying, when I'm happy, then I will X, Y, Z. Because the truth is that when we step into that happiness, we become a magnet for all kinds of good things. We realize that maybe we don't need those things. We are able to get honest with ourselves 
on a totally different level when we stop looking outside of ourselves for happiness. Because that happiness is an inside job. It requires us being satisfied with who we are, feeling like we're in integrity. There are so many different pieces that go into happiness, none of which have to do with anything external. Now, my thing is that we approach gratitude in the same way. And we tell ourselves, I have X, therefore I must be happy. So I have a happy marriage, therefore I must be happy. I have a home, therefore I must be happy. And we try to trick our brain into settling. When the truth is that sometimes our happiness has nothing to do with those things. That yes, we are happy. It's great to have a home. It's great to have a happy marriage. It's great to have a successful business. But it's also okay to want more. It's okay to feel like you are being called to another level of expansion. That's okay, and it doesn't mean that you're going to sacrifice any of these things. That's a really, really powerful belief that we have had instilled in us since we were young children. That if we want something, it comes at the expense of something else. And it starts so early. It starts in movies that we watch where, you know, the person goes after money and then ends up losing love, where the person goes for this thing and ends up losing something that they already have. It goes into the way that we learn math as kids, where I have 10 and I give you three and then I'm left with seven, where everything that we give or everything that we gain is at the expense of someone else or the expense of something that we already have or the expense of something. And so we believe that that's true. And so we trick our brain into settling because the fear of losing something that we really care about is so great. But what if that didn't have to be the case? What if you were grateful just because you were grateful? Not because you had an amazing partner, not because you had healthy kids, not because you had a successful business, not because you just reached X milestone in your business. But what if you could just sit in gratitude just because? As I've reflected on this, this new definition of gratitude has come to me. And for me, gratitude really feels like when your human and your spirit converge in the present. And when I experience that feeling, that feels like to me, the ultimate sense of gratitude. I'm just like so overwhelmed with gratitude that it almost like moves me to tears sometimes. When I realize that I am this spiritual being, having this human experience right now in this moment. And I'm just so grateful to be here and to have this life and just to be doing what I'm doing here at this exact time. That to me is what fills me with a profound sense of gratitude and everything else is just icing on the cake. Everything else is just something that contributes to my happiness, but it doesn't define it. So if you're still looking externally, If you're still forcing gratitude onto yourself, if you're still grateful for X, Y, Z, again, flip it around. I am grateful and I have this amazing business. I am grateful and I just hit this milestone. I am grateful and I have an amazing family. You are not defined by the things that you have. Your happiness, your gratitude are not dependent on anything outside of you. It's all an inside job. And so focusing on that, it really brings the attention back to that soul expansion. What is going to make you feel like the wholest version of you? What is going to make you feel like there are no little hidden parts of you? There's no parts of you that feel incongruent with who you're here to be, with who you truly are. 
The more you can step into your truest self, the more you can be fully visible to yourself, the happier you're going to feel. So that brings me to the one key that most people are missing in truly unlocking their happiness. And that's permission to change, permission to evolve, because happiness at the end of the day is really evolution. Happiness is allowing yourself to expand 1% every day into the person that you're here to become. And most people don't give themselves that permission. When they feel happy, they dig their feet in and they feel like it should be like that for the rest of their lives. And then they worry and they wonder, why is it that what made me happy 10 years ago isn't making me happy today and think that that means something about them? Why isn't that my job that made me so happy six months ago is now not giving me that same joy? Why is it that this program doesn't feel joyful for me anymore? Why is it that this path doesn't make me feel happy anymore? And it's because you don't give yourself permission to evolve. And when we give ourselves permission to evolve, to change, to expand 1% every day, that change becomes less and less scary. We get there incrementally. Because here's something that you have to know about your brain. And if you know one thing about your brain, let this be the thing. It is that your brain hates change. That regardless of how unhappy you are right now, of how broke you are right now, of how sad and purposeless and whatever you might be feeling right now, your brain is safe, your brain is alive, and your brain is going to hold on to this state for as much as it possibly can. Because on the other side of that, sure, it can be amazing, but your brain doesn't know that. Your brain is like, yeah, I mean, sure, this sucks, but we're alive and I want to stay alive. And can you guarantee that if we go through this change, that we'll still be alive? No. Okay, can you guarantee that we'll go through that change and be happier? Probably not either, right? So your brain's like, well, let's hold on to what's familiar. And so many of us, we stay stuck in this stage where we're holding on to what's familiar, whether it's in our business or in our life or something else. Because we don't want to give ourselves permission to change because that change feels so scary. And now here's the thing. The more you resist it, the scarier it gets because the bigger the change starts to feel like it needs to be. So whereas when that change or desire for change starts, it could be as simple as just saying something that maybe you've never said before, whether in your content or to your partner or to a loved one or whatever. It might just be you wearing something that you maybe have never worn before. The evolution starts really, really small. And when you allow yourself and trust yourself to take those little small steps, it doesn't build up. So what happens otherwise is that we end up burning. We end up burning down what we have because it feels like it's out of alignment or whatever other thing you might feel before you burn everything. And we do this crazy 180 degree change that ends up feeling terrifying and actually feels a lot like self-sabotage and less like happiness seeking. And then we wonder why we're not happy. And it's because we just didn't give ourselves permission to change in the first place. When I was young, when I was in my early 20s, I thought that I had everything figured out. I thought that I knew exactly what happened in life. I thought that I had all the answers. And then I got into my mid-20s and my late 20s, and I realized that that was not the case at all, that I actually didn't have any of the answers, that I had changed so much from who I was in my early 20s, that what I wanted looked so different than what I thought I wanted, 
And as that happened, instead of getting scared, what I did is I looked around at all the people that I knew that were the happiest. I looked around at my parents' friends, my friends' parents, my own family members, and I really started to see that the people that were the happiest were the ones that had embraced change, who had gone through the cycles of life, who had embraced the highs and lows, who were okay with life looking different than what they had expected, the ones who had weathered career changes or had had different businesses. And it felt to me like that permission to change was really the key to success and to happiness. And so I gave myself that permission. I let myself leave law and start my own business. When that business started to feel less aligned, I allowed myself to go all in on coaching. And now every single time that I feel that little urge to change, that something feels a little unaligned, I give myself permission to do it, to do that 1% change. When I want to say something that I've never said before, I allow myself to say it. When I want to create a post that is unlike anything I've ever talked about, I allow myself to talk about it. I allow myself to change my programs and bring new stuff in. I give myself that freedom of evolution because I know that for me, it's the key to my happiness. So wherever you are now, allow yourself to create the change that you most desire, whatever it is that that looks like for you. Now, the thing is that the problem with this is that most people pick the wrong things to change. And so if that's you, that's okay, because part of it is trial and error. It's about figuring out, okay, if I change this, what's the thing that's going to unlock that joy for me? Where is the problem? Where is the solution? And at least to an extent, we have to go in with a little bit of a scientist mind and experiment a little bit, tinker, right? Is it this relationship? Is it this boundary? Take genuine inventory of your life because we don't exist in a vacuum. But the problem is that we jump into the big externals. Oh, I'm unhappy because I'm not making enough money. Oh, I'm unhappy because of my marriage. I'm unhappy because of this. And we create huge, huge life changes when sometimes small changes would have been enough. So I always joke that business coaching, which is what I do, is kind of like the gateway drug into personal development. Because so many people come to me trying to fix something in their business when the real problem is so far beyond that. When the real problem is in their boundaries. Because the way that we do business is the way that we do everything. We spend a lot of our time working, so sometimes it feels like it's the be-all, end-all, but it's really not. So it's really about assessing, you know, not just business, but where in your family life, where in your health, where in your mental health do you feel like things are not 100% and start incrementally from there. Create the little changes that you want that are going to give you the big breakthroughs in the long run and give yourself permission to start changing imperfectly. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. A little bit of change every single day is going to make you feel so happy in the long run. So it's okay to pivot. It's okay to expand. And more than anything, when you're happy, you don't have to stay there. You're allowed to choose even more happiness, even greater happiness. When you feel grateful, that's great. But allow yourself to experience even greater gratitude than what you're currently experiencing. And finally, the last thing when it comes to happiness is allow yourself to be happy. We don't realize how foreign happiness feels to us sometimes. 
we really have created a society that thrives on the belief that misery loves company. So when you're unhappy, it feels so good to find others that are unhappy with you. And so where are the people in your life doing that? Where do you worry that the people in your life are doing that? That when you are happy, that you won't have something to connect with other people about. That there's some kind of relatability associated with not being happy. This to me, that desire for connection is like the greatest human need that we have. And sometimes we don't even realize that at the end of the day, we just don't want the people around us to feel bad. And we worry that if we're happy, that we'll be leaving people behind. And the truth is that that's not true. That when you choose happiness, when you choose to live differently, when you choose this different way of being, a different way of vibrating, that attracts others that do the same and it inspires others to be more like that. When we lift up ourselves, we lift up the people around us too. We inspire them to be more happy. We inspire them to be more of themselves, to let go of their guards, to trust that it's okay and that it's going to be okay. So don't let fear hold you back. Don't let conditioning hold you back. So much of happiness is a journey in deconditioning, letting go of what we believe is going to happen when we finally let go, letting go of the fears that come up when we think about really opening up our heart to all of the incredible things that there are for us. But it's safe. It's safe for you to feel that. It's safe for you to open up those walls, to let your guard down open up your heart to receive all of the incredible things that are coming. And once you shift that for yourself, once you allow yourself to embrace that happiness and everything else that you can possibly want just comes to you so easily and so effortlessly. And it's just like icing on this cake. And let me tell you that if you have a life that feels and looks like a giant cake, beautifully decorated with all of this icing, it's pretty hard to be unhappy when life feels that way. Okay. So Today, give yourself permission for that. Give yourself permission for to have a life that looks like that. Give yourself the space to evolve. Give yourself the permission to change. Stop putting your happiness on external variables. And remember that when you're happy first, the things that you want come. That when you are grateful first, you realize that you're not grateful because of anything. You're grateful because you just are. And the more you live in that state of gratitude, the happier you feel. And the less you second guess whether you're seeking too much or asking for too much because you realize that you deserve everything that you want and you deserve everything that you're looking for and that you're allowed to have it and that it doesn't come at the expense of anything else. You get to be happy just because it's your birthright. You get to be happy because you deserve it completely and wholeheartedly. If you loved this episode, I guarantee you are going to love hanging out with me. So come over to my Facebook group, ready for more, change your thoughts, transform your life, and let's keep this party going. 